Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the Clearwater proper area towards Tampa, don't leave the house. There's a bunch of camo wearing ladies driving Hyundai Tucson's tailgate alert, tailgate alert, tailgate alert, just ramming their car up your ass. It's not even worth leaving the house. Everywhere I go, it's just a tailgate, tailgate, tailgate. It's crazy. You know, they got farming simulator. They got tractor simulator. You need tailgating simulator. It would just be the Clearwater Pinellas County, and you would just have a Hyundai Tucson with a Caucasian woman wearing a camouflage hat up your ass. This other guy, I just got, I just got back from the gas station. This other guy, you know, three lane or no two lanes. One goes straight, or you turn right. Another lane is strictly for turning left. I'm in the left, trying to go left. But my area, my arrow is about to turn yellow. And this guy's in my left turning lane with his right turn signal on, trying to get into the straight or right lane, and he hits a car. He just straight up thought he could fucking go right through the car and get to where he needed to go. Doesn't work like that, buddy. That's not how cars were invented. Welcome to the Bayside Report, 51st edition. Yes, 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 yes. We are back from the wedding in Pittsburgh. What a great trip. I think it was the trip of the year. For sure, Vegas, of course, Dominican Republic, of course, were great. But I think this was the most just fun from start to finish overall. I mean, talk about a good time with friends and family and the wedding. Congrats to the happy couple, now husband and wife, Brandon and Kaylee, Piggly Jiggly, my good pal. And we will talk about all that good stuff in a minute in a minute we have business to handle the mush gambling <laughs> uh, i don't what do we call this this is a focus study experiment report we are not gambling these picks folks actually i have two two bets tonight i'm watching one behind me right now it said tcu texas tech over 59 points and it's not too great not really doing too great the other one is the duke Wake Forest, first half, minus three and a half Duke. But guess what? By the time you listen to this podcast, it'll be too late for that. So here we go. We're going to recap last week. Guess what? We had the best week of this experimental run. Steelers and Jaguars, eh, we did lose there. The Steelers, you know, it's not even a surprise anymore. Touchdown Texas Tech, that's going to be good for our overpace that we got going on, 59 so we did get a quick touchdown here in the early first quarter. Yeah, Steelers, we don't have to go there, but they're playing again tonight. Yeehaw, they're playing again tonight. Woo, can't wait. Rams, Cowboys, ding, ding, ding. The Cowboys money line spread, whatever was the pick. Vikings, Packers, we said Vikings, ding, ding, ding. That one hits. And there was one more pick from last week. We were going to go Buccaneers. We were going to go Buccaneers, but we said no. No, if we go Buccaneers, they will lose. And they did exactly that. We flipped our pick to the Bills. Last second, we said Bills spread. I don't know what the fuck it was, but they won by six. So that's good enough to go three and one. Last week, what's our overall record? 12 and 20. We are improving. Improvement. Improvement. That's all that matters. This week's picks. Now we're going to start off Thursday Night Football. Once again, this may not reach you in time unless you plan on listening to this during the Steeler-Titan game. 
But we're going to double down on our motherfucking luck and take Steelers money line. It's a pretty much a pick em. I think the Steelers are slight dogs. So take that Steelers. They never disappoint. This microphone's falling off its stand. The Steelers never disappoint on prime time. Dolphins, Chiefs. Sunday 9.30 morning, Dolphins. Whatever the fuck you want. Take the Dolphins. Two more picks to round us out. Pats, Commanders. We're going Patriots. You know, the Patriots suck. The Commanders suck. It's the suck bowl. So how about the Patriots? They'll suck a little bit less. And Bill Belichick is my fifth uncle slash cousin. One more pick. One more pick for whatever the fuck week it is. I think it's nine. Packers, Rams. Packers. Packers, money line spread, whatever the hell makes you happiest. Take that. Take that and you will be in good shape. Wow. That is what I got for you this week. We are... This NFL season is approaching and wrapping up faster. All right, that's enough of that. We had enough of that. The I was going to start the podcast by saying happy November, too. I, didn't, I really didn't get to that. Swig of water, swig of water. I didn't get to that, but happy November. You were just, what, four weeks away from Turkey? Yeah, one, two, three. No, you're three weeks away. Yeah, three weeks away from Turkey Day. So that is kind of fucking nuts to think about. You know, once you really hit mid-October, it's kind of a wrap. I would, Christmas started creeping in my head around October 15th. I'm like, it really is, you know, you're about two months away from, a month and a half away from all the, the real hoopla starting. And of course, you're, you know, about a month and a week away from Thanksgiving at that point. Thanksgiving is I one of my favorite hall. It was my favorite holiday growing up. It was my favorite holiday growing up, just on the fact that that really kicks off the start of the fucking season. Sorry, I had a Wawa meatball hoagie. By the way, Wawa meatball hoagie, good choice, good choice. Quick dinner six six twenty nine. If you have a Wawa near you, try that Wawa meatball hoagie. It is pretty sublim. What's uh, whatever? It's good. It's a good hoagie. Yeah, I love thing. I mean, you got turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, Miller Lite. I went through a phase where I, uh, a real degenerate phase one Thanksgiving. I think it was like 2017. I used to smoke about a half a pack of cigarettes a day and, you know, have my drinks a day. You pack some uh, flasks full of items that you may need. You know, some of that licky liquor. Maybe take it on the road in the back seat with you. And I have these really cool cousins in Ohio. I don't see them too much because they, you know, they live in Ohio and I a little bit further away. But one Thanksgiving, I remember we just, I got fucked up, pounded the beer, the liquor and smoked some cigarette days. And it was a good time. So yeah, Thanksgiving, I'm not going home. For that kind of bummed. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do to be honest. I have I have no idea. No no plans yet for Thanksgiving. We'll see, but eleven months already down down the books on the twenty twenty four. We just keep rolling, everyone. There's a what's going on? I mean, there's the war in the Middle East going on. I saw a US base was attacked in Iraq. We don't know. We don't know what happened. So, yeah, I mean, that shit's just uh, playing out. And there were shoot, yeah, there were shootings too that happened 
I wanted to touch on that. There was one in Maine. So rest in peace, everyone. My hearts go out to everyone that's been affected by that. Just going into a bowling alley bar in, in the middle of a small town in Maine. Who who won? What one person thought when they went into that place that night that they they weren't going to walk out. You know, and it was just, I mean, America is a vast place, but it goes to show you really have to be on your P's and Q's. When I was in Wawa today, there was this dude, I, I, I'll i be honest, a little paranoid, starting to get to that point now, especially someone who doesn't own a gun, because, it, you know, you have to be aware of your surroundings. So this dude came on with a mask, he had a black mask, and the, the fucker right in the pussy guy from the, the meme with the... I think his name's Fred. He had those glasses in the in a black mask, and he had this he had a hoodie full of whatever with his hands stuffed in. I'm like, ah, shit, here we go. So my, I was like, all right, I'm gonna hide behind this counter. I'll duck down, and I could run through the kitchen and get out of here. Maybe even counter him, depending on where his position is in the Wawa, and fucking choke him out, take the gun, and then you know prevent casualties from happening. So that's kind of how I've been thinking. You have to really think tactical nowadays because it really could happen anytime, anywhere. There was one in Tampa on, I don't know, Saturday night, Halloween, whatever, 3 a.m., super late. And obviously it's nothing good happens after about, you know, midnight, 1 a.m. So yeah, my heart goes out to people involved, hurt by that as well. But it's just gotten to the point where I'm staying the fuck away from large cities, crowded areas where you're vulnerable. I'm staying the fuck away. I mean, you would never think you're vulnerable in a bowling alley slash bar in the middle of bumfuck Maine. Uh, but yeah, you just got to keep keep an eye out. Self-defense is, is huge. But it's scary. It, make, it makes me not want to really be in a large crowd though. Still, because obviously it's where you're a little more vulnerable, but... Of, hey, even in a small town, man, you gotta you gotta watch your back. People have vendettas. There, there's, you know, I know he wasn't. I think he was just mentally ill. I think he was a little schizophrenic and just hearing voices, and that that was kind of his trigger. So yeah, it's sad, but uh, everyone out there, keep your fucking head on a swivel because that's all we can really do. If you if you're a two way protector of yourself. Hey, another touchdown. Our over is looking great right now. But if you're a 2A protector, have that thing on you. Be ready to protect. Protect the people around you. A trip, like we said, we're going to dive into this little Pittsburgh trip for the wedding. So I flew up Thursday morning, and it was great. I mean, this was the best flight experience I think I had. Southwest, I always bag on you, but I was I was B34. The only thing I'll bag on you, Southwest, is I bought the early check-in for 20 bucks. I guess it is kind of a scam up front. I got B34 with the early check-in, so I don't know what I would have got without it. Maybe like B50. So maybe it worked, maybe it didn't. But nonetheless, you know, fuck it. I'm A34, I'll stand in the back. Or I'll stand, you know, near my area. But no one, you know, there was no funny business in the the barrack-style, army-style stand-up line. Everyone got in. I got 14th row window. Sat next to a cool dude. Oh, I took the emergency row. I definitely took the emergency row. Because that leg room, you can't fucking pass up that leg room. Are you kidding me? 
And then they have the night. I think Southwest is getting new seats slowly in these planes. You had a nice cushy seat. So I worked up, I worked up the whole way to Pittsburgh, landed, and it was on. I mean, I got in the house. There's meatballs on the stove cooking. The house smells delicious. There's a bunch of yinzers out back cutting that tree down and that. That was a horrible Pittsburgh accent. But there, there was a tree being cut down in my in my parents' backyard that when I got in there. The local dairy farm, Brunton's Dairy, a very popular local dairy provider. I mean, they were, uh, that's how you know you grew up in a good town. Where I grew up in Beaver County, it's still in its, it's still a good living way, you know, community way of growing up. There's still a milkman that comes to your door every week. Well, there was. I hope they're okay. I know they had a lot of donations. I hope they're able to get back up running soon. And we, you know, we kind of thought maybe there's a, you got to have insurance if you're a farm that big. So I'm sure they'll get a nice payout to, to rebuild. But there was a fire in like their bottling area. Oh, the town went berserk. Me and my parents were leaving for wing night to meet with some friends. The low, there Now there's a wing night at the one bar that almost got closed down during COVID. 70 cent wings. And the place gets fucking packed and it's a great time. And the wings are good. And I had grape leaves at the same place. And you think there's a few grape leaf hot spots in my hometown. And the the one that is like the hot spot is there's some rumors that the quality is going down. So I had grape leaves at the most unsuspecting place, this bar where it was wing night, where you wouldn't think you get good grape leaves, but they were the best grape leaves I've ever had because apparently they're made by a homemade company in the basement. But anyways, back to the dairy fire. So yeah, this, this, we're, we're getting in the car ready to go. And it was warm up there. It was about 75 degrees the first few days. And my parents' neighbor just comes walking over and me and my dad are out there bullshitting with him. And he's like, yo, the, the Brunton's dairy is on fire. And they're saying, you know, you could see the smoke from the sky you, the sirens going. I mean, it was siren crazy. And we live kind of near the main drag road right off it. Live right off the main road through the through the Hopewell Township area. It's just apocalypse now. There's sirens going off. There's already road work going on that had the whole road shut down right outside of where you turn for my neighborhood. So, man, I really mushed. <laughs> I really brought the chaos chaos back to Pittsburgh. There's a, a fallen tree laying in the backyard. My neighbor came over, gave us the news, and it was uh, just nuts. But yeah, shouts out to the Brunton Dairy. I've been drinking that milk since I was about two or since birth. Who the fuck am I kidding? Since birth. They would deliver. I, they still, well, once again, not right now, but they would bring it right to your doorstep. They did ice cream. It's the best milk in the world. I mean, you're talking about, you're talking about chocolate milk. It's like drinking ice cream drinking a milkshake out of a bottle. There's nothing like it. So that was Friday, intoxicated off the beers. A great time. No, that was Thursday, sorry. Friday, me and my pops went golfing with some of his buddies. We dusted them. I, you know, I choked the last three holes, but I kind of sealed the deal through the first six. Played really well with a set of 1990 backup clubs that, you know, I just threw a little little set together with some leftover clubs up there 
and we grind it. But you want to talk about lunch on Friday? I mean, everyone, I, I've just hit the food jackpot. When I already landed, I had a meatball sandwich. I had the grape leaves. I had the wings. So now we're at D&G Pizza in Center Township, PA. Shout out to D&G Pizza, the real fucking deal. There's like a there's a network of families that all own pizza shops throughout my home county. This is there's a police station pizza and then there's Breezy's Pizza and I think there's one D&G Breezy's and Police Station. They're all family related. And there might be one more in that family that I'm missing. But they kind of all have the same style with their own little flair, but this this flair of the family pizza tradition. I mean the sauce. It, it's like a there's just such a spice to it that fucking takes you to another planet the cheese the i get the banana peppers and pepperoni oh that's the best topping combo in my opinion banana peppers and pepperoni especially on a good slice of sicilian with that sauce i'm getting fucking excited talking about it right now and and on top of those two slices of pizza for lunch Friday, what else did I have? I had a bowl of fucking wedding soup. If you don't know what wedding soup is, you need to come correct and learn. It had the chicken and the little meatballs in it. It was 10 out of 10. And then my mother, my mother, she's more Italian than I am. I'm 8%, so I, I don't know what, I guess a DNA split. She's probably about 30 or 40 if I had to guess. Maybe even half. Not quite sure, but she cooks up a mean pasta. You know, we had the shit. What is it? The stuffed. The um, is it ravioli? I, whatever it was, it was delicious. It was a pasta. I think it was ravioli. We had the the salad, the meatball, the sausage. Saturday. This was great. Oh my God, the bread, they make the good bread in the oven. It's, you can't go wrong. I did not have scooches. I did not have scooches pizza. The Italian hoagie, it's the best Italian hoagie in the world ever created. I've had a lot of Italian hoagies and I will confess that scooches pizza, they dice. The key for a successful Italian hoagie, you dice the tomatoes and onions. I don't know how people fuck this up and it's obviously shredded lettuce. You're not going to be a, Put a big fucking piece of lettuce. People, you don't put a sliced fucking tomato on an Italian hoagie. What is this? That's that's amateur shit. You dice the tomato up. It tastes better that way. And it the proportion of tomato across the sandwich is way better because you're getting too much of a hunk of tomato with a slice. I, it blows my mind. I You go to pizza shops and they have an Italian hoagie and they, they give you this fucking disc tomato that's bigger than any piece of meat. It's almost as big as the fucking bun. You just look inside and there's this disc tomato. No, that's not how you do it. So shout out to Rocco Colavecchia, Scooch's Pizza, Sean Curry. Sean Curry running Scooch's to the fucking great success point in life. The sky's the future for Gucci's Gucciaria. And they dice the onions. If you give me, if you give me an Italian hoagie with the with the long red onions that stink they're like the stinky you really fucking smell if you eat those onions you don't put the fucking onion you don't do that on italian hoagie you get the white onions and you dice them you get the diced onions because once again you're you don't have to put as much on and you're not drowning your part your patron who's trying to fucking 
you know, who has shit to do, has meetings to go to, girls to get in their faces, they don't have onion breath. You don't want that. Sorry, man, I'm getting, I should do a food show. I should do like a, a food, uh, oh, I'm fucking, I'm jacked right now. <laughs> what else did I eat? So we got the wedding. The wedding had some great food. The wedding had these rice. How do I explain this shit? And I'll have to ask Pig what, what the thought process behind it was. Let me take a swig of water real quick. I'll have to ask him what the thought process is behind all this shit. But rice and beef spoons. It was like, it was white rice and ground beef, some sort of pork ground beef that melted in your mouth. Mmm, delicious. And there, they were, that was an hors d'oeuvre. You know, a nice lady came by, just grab one, eat it. Mmm, fucking great. And then, and then for the main course, very good chicken. It was stuffed with, I, I forget what it was stuffed with. I was kind of fucked up by this point. But whatever kind of chicken I ate and whatever it was stuffed with was great. I had a beef stuffed with something else. Don't know what it was, but it was great. I think it was just stuffing, to be honest. And then the, there was vegetables, side vegetables that were great. Carrots, all that good stuff. There was... uh potatoes too and then there were potatoes the little round potatoes so yeah the dinner proteins were out of this world they you leave the cookie table now apparently this is only something that you do in western pennsylvania but you get the fucking cookie display out it's like the science fair except for fucking cookies i thought that they did that everywhere but they don't so and it's out what's up molly how are you it's out the whole wedding i mean you could go up there and eat cookies from start to fucking finish. You know, it's not like they bring the cookies out at a certain time. So yeah, Molly, what are you doing, huh? You little itchy. I, I think my cat is allergic to chicken. To chicken or something. She's just a little itchy. But she's okay other than that. She had a good day. She slept on the bed. What else does she do? She just relaxes. <laughs> relaxes, gets high on catnip, eats treats. Lays on my legs while I sleep. She is the fucking commissioner of the home. But yeah, the cookie table. So I, I actually did not have any cookies, but I mean, holy crap. The the sheer selection of cookies just kind of overwhelming you. Oh, see, I know why Molly's, I know why she's having an issue. I did her flea medication yesterday and it's still, uh, her hair is still a little greasy from it. So she's just trying to itch that spot. She can't reach. You got to do it. You got to do it. Especially down here, they give you the high-level fucking Brevecto. Get your cat dosed up a little bit so no fleas come in and cause issues. But yeah, she, she's indoor only. She she truly is a protected... I get a little... I don't know. It's not easy leaving her. You know, but I did have a cat sitter in here every day. Hanging out with her for half hour or so. Feeding her, treating her, petting her. And taking they take pictures, which is nice. You know, it's good to, you know, it's good to see she's rolling around and getting pets from someone while well, one a thousand miles away. Yeah, I forget the whole point of me talking about this. I think it just, it's hard, it's hard leaving your kitty cat. But I, what calms me down is she could be out on that street right now, tussling around with some fucking 
animal of a, of a wild cat, but not. Nah, she's laying under a bed in a gated community apartment. <laughs> I think she thinks she's doing just all right. Ah, the trials and tribulations. But yeah, I mean, they just get bored. I feel, you know, when I'm home, she's she's usually pretty attached. So that that part I feel bad about is you know when you're gone for six five six days, they uh. They get lonely. They probably get anxious. They get scared. I think I read somewhere that when cat, cats think when you leave the house that you're going to hunt. They, you know, because they're bad motherfuckers. They, uh, that's all they do. But they think you're going out to hunt the food. Which I guess you kind of are. You're going to hunt the modern day hunting. Working at a computer and then going to Publix. That's the modern day hunter-gatherer lifestyle uh, so yeah, food overall on my trip, I'm sorry, but it was a 10 out of 10 experience. I did not have one bad meal, not one. My parents have a good, they always stock it up with fruit too in the morning. So when I was fucking hung over from drinking a lot of Miller Lite, you know, you just eat the apple, have a cup of coffee, maybe some cereal, some blueberries, a mandarin orange, and you're good to go. What I think that's all I ate. I had a... I had a chicken quesadilla that was kind of, eh, it was all right. You you can get a good chicken quesadilla just about anywhere these days. And I had something else, but I can't remember. So we'll move right on. Gambling in Pennsylvania. Um, It's fucking everywhere. It's all I saw. There are slot machines everywhere. I We go to a breakfast diner in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, where I grew up. Let's just be honest, it's not the most high-tech advanced part of town. We're in this breakfast diner where the wall is falling down on the ground. They don't even have the the wall finished. There's dirt on the floor. But they got four slot machines in that bitch, sitting there looking like Las Vegas, Nevada. I, I told my parents, I said, am I in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania, or am I in Las Vegas? Every commercial, every television commercial, sign up now, sign up now. Bet $5, get 150 in free bets. Sign up now. Referral bonus, referral bonus. Sign up now. FanDuel, BetMGM, DraftKings. It is everywhere. Every other commercial. I'm not fucking exaggerating. Go go up to Pennsylvania and see for yourself if you don't believe me. Because they're taking over. The legal bet, betting services, the apps, uh, they're a lot better than the offshore the offshore books are just kind of, you know, the Costa Ricans. That's where it's ran, Costa Rica. They know how to fucking, their lines are traps. They just set trap lines. But I I feel like it's easier to win bets on a legal book, especially live. I mean, we were, there's no better feeling too. We had eight, eight of the fellas together in the one establishment in the Allegheny County area. Uh-oh. Here we are in the 10-yard line. Here goes Texas Tech scrambling, third and six. They couldn't get the first and goal. Seven to seven, 13 in the second. But there was eight of us around. There was a Celtics game on. I forget who they were. They were playing the Heat. And, you know, we all group bet it, live betting. It's a good time. That brings camaraderie. That's how you really get to experience a roller coaster ride of something with your with your brothers. And then you know the World Series was on. This this bar had 12 20 fucking televisions. 20 12 20 televisions in this place. 
So this gentleman, well, before I tell you about the gentleman, let's just say that out of the 20 televisions I could see, maybe six of them had on the World Series. The other fucking 18, sorry, that's bad math. 20 minus six is 14. The other 13 had the penguin game on and the one television we were watching had the basketball game on that was just on and that we were all watching every single person was watching so this gentleman comes and sits down to me and you know i thought he was fucking around at first he's probably about 50 years old you know just a white dude and he had all his penguin gear on he was penguined up and i if you know me you know i'm not a penguin fan and i'm not a fan of penguin fans sorry but he comes and sits next to me and he goes, yeah, you know, the World Series on, is on once a year. You know, I said, yeah, I, I think it's it's on all of those televisions over there. You know, like, yeah, I think it's on over there. He like he slams his fist on the bar. He goes, no, <laughs> we're putting it on this TV. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like we we were like, did this guy really just go nuts over the World Series and spaz out about it? So long story short, we're bickering back and forth. I told him to go fucking watch it somewhere else. We kept arguing back and forth and it got pretty one-sided. So he got up and walked away. Um, but that was really it. I don't know what the, yeah, that, that was just another funny thing that happened. <laughs> uh, people, I, I don't know. They just get, uh, they don't use common sense. Just go to the tele, it's on six other TVs off the other side of the establishment. You know, you got eight people here that were here before you minding their own business, thoroughly watching something. So, yeah, he uh, maybe he was a little intoxicated and just just uh, forgot where he was. The fall colors, everybody, the montañas. Can we get some Greek music? Por favor, gracias. Dargolen, shout out to Dargolen. The fall colors, the montañas. It's a great time of the year everyone november is here before you know it santa claus is going to be kicking your fucking door in because you don't have a chimney welcome again to the bayside report a nice episode just kicking back and bullshitting with y'all we're here just about every week whether it's every seven days every eight we got to you on thursday today sorry about that i actually was kind of under the weather again this week i mean my, my fellas up in Pittsburgh, you ran me fucking rampant, ragged, whatever the phrase is. You ran me ragged. We had a great time. I really needed three days to just think about my life and sleep, get caught up on some sleep. But I am back in business, 51 episodes down, the pipe, the Bayside Report, charges on, we don't stop for anything, have that same mentality in everything you do in life, let's fucking take over and live it up happy thursday well no it's friday now by the time you get this happy friday happy weekend etc etc we will see you next weekend